Hey traders, David Frost, my strategic forecast. You're here for another episode of Common Sense Market Analysis. Today is Thursday, January 25, 2024. We're looking at a daily chart of the SPY or Spider, which is the proxy for the S&P 500. What do we have on the docket today? Well, here's where we are. They're still in a grind up slash melt up operation a chip shot away, a stone's throw away from the recently made of yesterday all-time highs, period. The trend is your friend. It's in an uptrend. Can she turn from anywhere in the uptrend to have a down leg or a corrective phase? The answer is yes. From where? We don't know. We look for a sign and or signal of a trend change one of the things we discussed, again, in the live course or the live trading room this morning. But here's the thing. Here's what we have on the docket, right? That's the theme. It's what's on the docket today. Well, today, remember, was 60 days plus one. So it's a 60-day period of time, plus or minus a couple of days on either side. It's kind of normal garden variety. You would look back in time right in the future you would look back in history and say look the market turned around 60 days yeah it was 61 or 62 days it's the same thing look it turned on around 90 days it was 89 days it's close enough it doesn't have to be precise on the button or else up oh, we throw it away it doesn't work this is part art form part science so what do we have we have one day past the 60-day cycle and Oh, by the way, we have a full moon this evening. Can the market turn after a full moon, new moon, moon situation? And the answer is, yeah, it can. Doesn't mean it will. It's not a guarantee it will. We look at the biggest picture thing we have first, and that is new highs. We're at new highs for the most part. Forget about yesterday. We're at new highs the trend is your friend. She's in a melt-up operation. She can certainly keep going. The closer they get to SPY 5,000 or 500, for example, S&P or SPX 5,000, all that stuff becomes magnetic. They draw a price in. They come up short the first time, second time up, they spike them through. We know the routine. They don't have to sell us the book again. We read this one in the bookmobile when we were kids. Notwithstanding the new high stuff, she's going to, she can, she will pull back from somewhere. So we're on the lookout based on some stuff we got going on. We got a 60-day cycle. We got a full moon event. We're on the lookout. Doesn't mean it's a guarantee. We're not looking for a rug pull event. We have the awareness the market can make a turn. Putting things in perspective, when you look at the weekly chart, you say, look, barring some collapse tomorrow on Friday, she's going to close relatively well on the week, a follow-through week, unless she closes below the low of last week, if, it's a big if, if she does, that's a different story. If she doesn't, it's going to be a follow-through week in the midst of a melt-up operation and all the stuff from the daily chart and the hourly charts, all that stuff in between is nothing other than noise. You clean it up with the weekly chart and here's a better picture with more data in each candle of what's really going on. Again, big picture perspective. Remember where we are. That blue line represents the former highs. 
that they just recently broke out above for 79.98. She's a few points above that, breaking out to new all-time highs. Weekly closes are uber important. We don't know whether she can or can't get up to 500 on this move. It doesn't matter right now. We take it one day at a time, one candle at a time. We're looking for signs and or signals of a trend change. They start from an intraday perspective on shorter term charts and they morph onto other charts, bigger time frames, an hourly chart, a two hour chart, a three hour chart, a four hour chart, a daily chart, and so on. Until or unless we see anything that resembles that, we just respect the market grinding higher within a melt up operation. What about inside the numbers? Anybody able to eke any profits out this morning in the live trading room inside the numbers? Let me know under the video. Let's hear about it. Now, we had some 8.30 economic data on our hands, so the early numbers aren't as relevant as they are, but you'll see some of the same numbers come into play. 486.55, 485.50. So we'll see what happens as they get closer to the opening bell. Here's the 9 a.m. post. They moved. They moved upward, so we had to adjust things upward. So what do we have? They were running an early morning goose operation. So where does that leave us? Above 486.55, doors open for 488 as a target. We think better in pictures. Right of the vertical is today's activity. You could see right here, 488 was a target. That was a target that was achieved. And by the way, it's also the beginning of overhead resistance. What happens at overhead resistance? two things. First, they stop going up. Second, they either go sideways or pull back. What'd they do here? They pulled back. What else we have? By the way, pause the video, read the notes, go back to the chart to double check the work. How about 486.55 is the early pivot. As long as she's above, doors open for 488. There's your pivot, came close, creeped into it, little below it, found support, bounced up. That constitutes a long trade for many traders looking to buy the pivot for a scalp long with potential. We did have some shorts at 488, obviously. And check it out, 944. 486.55 is the pivot. The pivot was changed from zero dark 30 because the market was in a different place. If below, the next place is 485.50. And there you have it, pivot. Below the pivot, opens the door for the next place. What was the next place? 485.50. At 485.50, what happened? Well, they turned around and went back in the other direction. It was a support area. Pause the video. Read the notes. Go back to the chart. Double check the work. It's all in here. Support, resistance, important numbers, pivots. What about stocks on the move? We had SPR, CNC. They both hit their entry objectives. How about Tesla? We'll take a look at Tesla. Tesla was on the move today, big mover. We talked about Tesla the other night. What did I say about Tesla? Well, remind us when we go to the chart. The other two are off the board. They were no trades. First up, Spirit Aerosystems, SPR, 2635. Pardon me, that was the close. 2629 was the entry objective. That's the horizontal blue line. What they do, came into it, spiked it, went back in the other direction. 
Base hits put you in the Hall of Fame. The numbers work. Look where they went by the end of the day. Right back to the number. We'll give it a funny how that works. Centene, same routine. We would have loved it to come early in the day. Late in the day, they came into the number. They spiked it. They gave you a base hit. Back to it and up for the rest of the day. The numbers work. The manner in which you can't control. How about Tesla? First number on the board today, 190.28, open below. What happens? It's off the board. Doesn't exist. We have to go to another number, which was 184.75. They came close. They hovered. They bounced away. So that number became in the manner in which it was off the board. By the time they come into the third number, you are went to sleep. You're out to lunch. You've lost interest, whatever. They bounced around, and technically speaking, the third number worked. The numbers work. The manner in which we can't control opened below the first number. It's off the board. Doesn't exist. Hovered over the second number. It's off the board. Didn't work from a manner in which perspective, so we avoid it. So what happened? By the third number, you're not even taking the trade anymore, most of you anyway. What did we say about Tesla the other day? I said if they get below 194, They'll drop and the door opens all the way down to 170. Now, whether or not they get to 170, we'll see. Didn't necessarily mean in one morning session. However, they did drop below 194. And if they can't recapture it, they are susceptible to go lower. After all, all they did today was build a bearish, flaggish kind of pattern after this big down candle. Could that be setting up some energy to go lower once more? Yes, it can. You wondered what that line was from? What are these three lines from? That was a lesson we did in the live trading room about how to determine where the next support is in Tesla. This line is arbitrary. That's not the exact number. It was a concept. It was a lesson. No tinfoil hat needed. Now, what's going on over in Camp IWM? Let's say they stay above the 20-period moving average. We'll start there. Well, then the trend is your friend and there's nothing else to worry about. She could be eating time off the clock in this range, building energy for the next move higher. There was relative strength today in the IWM and the transports for that matter, which we'll get to later against the S&P 500. Yesterday, we had the opposite effect. One day, no. One day, yes. When they're back and forth like that, it's hard to utilize them as proxies or canary in the coal mines. However, we'll just keep beating the bushes, putting the pieces to the puzzle together until we get the entire picture. We'll use this number right here. The high is 197.67. 197.67. That's our bogey. Above on candle closes, daily closes, intraday closes is a good start. That is the bull case to go up and complete the gap and or higher. The longer they eat time off the clock right around this area, the more energy they are building, the higher they can go. It's very linear. Not every time. It's not a guarantee, but it does work like that a lot of the time. What about the folks down at the transportation department? Same routine. Eating time off the clock, running back and forth, For three or four days sideways above all the moving averages, that's not bearish, that's bullish. They're building energy to run into the 
most recent highs over here above 16,000. That's it. Nothing more, nothing less. Building energy to challenge them, building energy to surpass them. What about the Q people? Anything wrong with the Q people? Other than the fact that they're getting a little extended from home base for the last couple of days, there's nothing wrong with it. It's in an uptrend. The trend is your friend. Remember, markets can always travel a lot farther in either direction than most people believe they can or ever realize that they can. So just because they're far away from home base doesn't mean they have to come back to home base at some point in time from some price. They can remain extended. All I'm saying from a conceptual standpoint is eventually they're going to correct back toward home base. That's just the way it works. That doesn't tell you it starts tomorrow or next Monday or Tuesday. We look for signs and signal of a trend change. We got some other things on the board. We're looking for a turn. Doesn't mean we're expecting a turn. Those are two different things. Write that down. Put it on a sticky note. What about the financials? If the financials aren't melting down, is there anything wrong with the rest of the market? Probably not. How are the financials doing? Pick up in volume today. Up day. Good day for the financials. Up on par with the S&P, about half a percent. The trend is your friend until it's over. What about Smash Mouth? I've got Smash Mouth at flat. They're just a little bit far from home base, just like we've been discussing. Eventually, they'll come back to correct. Do they go higher first? Do they have to get to 200? We talked about 195. Where did they get today? The high was exactly 195.90. They pulled back. The next place would be 200. Before 195, it was 190. That's just the way it goes when you're at new highs. You have nothing else to hang your hat on. By the way, if I told you how much I appreciate each and every one of you, without you, these videos are not possible. That is true and accurate information. We're pulling the ripcord here today. I'm David Frost, my strategic forecast. Thanks again for tuning in to another episode of Common Sense Market Analysis.